It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back for more here on Outside the Box on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel Norman as we're chatting Lincoln Stars hockey as we get ready for this big weekend. It feels like the weekend's coming even quicker than usual because of the team we're getting set to leave tomorrow morning. And as we mentioned, changing things up a little bit here on the show. Uh, head, uh, assistant coach Mike Zanella filling in. Head coach Ronky Russo. I know he's busy on his prep here tonight. Mike, tuck the kids in. Make sure they're all set. I believe. I'm, if I know Rocky, I'm sure he's listening in or will listen later, though. But happy to have you here with us, Mike. As you mentioned, getting on the road. And I know the guys. It's one of those things at first I think they go, okay, long trip. But then they go, you know, wait a sec. That's when we really bond. We love those opportunities. And I'm getting to that point, too. It's the longer the trip, it's almost like the more ready for it. Sometimes you are. It's like, let's go, let's get settled in, and let's make this road venue you know, not really feel like road because we'll be there for a few days. Are you the same way? You kind of embrace these longer road trips now? Yeah, I think it's fun to, to play at new places for sure. Um, get to new places, you get there a little bit early, you kind of get your feet under you, taking the sights and the sounds and make yourself at home a little bit. Like you said, for sure. It's fun to get on the road with the guys. The guys are really tight. So they, they always have a little bit too much fun on the bus. Luckily we can separate <laughs> uh, the front from the back a little bit. So we don't have to hear them too much, but it's a good trip for sure. For me, sometimes the tougher ones are almost those, the three to four hours where we don't quite stay. You get there and it's like, okay, this is a long day. We're getting up there. We're playing. Then we're coming home. It's a late night. It's, it's like we said, I, I think I enjoy these where it's, it's get in a couple days before or the day before and let's settle in here. I would imagine that helps guys a lot with their routine. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, kind of a business trip, right? You get there early, get set up, and then and then on the way home, you just you just get home. You have to worry about mm -hmm. racing home and getting to bed to get up and play the next day. So um, for sure, for sure, there's a level of professionalism when you get there early and, and can settle in instead of, you know, a long bus ride, four or five hours, just long enough to uh, – to 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 kind of take you out of it a little bit but also not long enough that you need to go the night before so it, that's a little bit more taxing especially coming home we're gonna learn a lot about what this team can do on the road here coming up eight of the next nine games away from home stars overall this includes the games in pittsburgh 7 11 one and two away from the ice box however you've been way better recently on the road seven of the last 11 have been victories away from home mike is that something that you've seen in your two years here now in the league it's hard to win on the road maybe early, and then you're kind of able to turn it on later because guys get more comfortable with, okay, I'm not sleeping in my bed this morning, or I'm not having to, you know, I have to get to the rink a little bit earlier because it's not a home game anymore. Yeah, um, I think it's just being a little bit more familiar with the league and travel and how things work, right, especially for the younger guys. Um, second half to first half can be a completely different season for a lot of guys. I think we talked about that last mm -hmm. time I was on. And uh, with that becomes, you know, comes maturity and all that. But um, ideally, I think it's just a, just getting comfortable, finding themselves, finding their routine. It's a little bit easier at home early on, sleeping in your own own billet bed, at least, and not your own bed bed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, second half, I think guys are, are starting to figure themselves out and what they need to be prepared to go. And, and sometimes then there, there's less distractions on the road, right? You're, you're just there for a business trip and you're in and out and, you know, you're not worried about autographs and, the, the circus that comes with uh being at home sometimes right there's a there's a lot Jersey going auctions. on yeah auctions <laughs> and it's a lot of fun don't get me wrong we're super fortunate we've probably got some of the if not the best fans in the league um but for for a level of maturity for the guys i think second half you, you see a different animal 
Harrison, we had gotten a text in on the text line a moment ago. I figured we'd have Mike answer that one. Yep, actually, this one's from Joe B. And again, if anybody else wants to chime in, Sardar Heyman text line 402-464-5685 or any of the streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, this one from Joe in the USHL playoffs. Does the bracket reseed after every round? Mike, let us know about how that goes. I know some fans each year, whether you're a parent, whether you're a new fan, you may not be accustomed to the way the playoffs work here. Yeah, Joel, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is no reseeding, right? You kind of hold the hold your, your seating all the way through. Um, so unless you're in that one-two spot with that first round by, there's not a whole lot of advantage to uh, to how the seating works, in, in my experience at least. Yeah, three versus six, four versus five, first round, and then you go to the second round and you know you, you go highest seed versus lowest seed remaining at that point. You know, last year we were... The three seed, we faced six seed Des Moines last year in the first round. And in the second round, we faced, it was two seed Waterloo because they were the middle, they were the lower of the two seeds with a bye. Fargo got Tri-City who advanced and they were lower than us because they were fourth seed. So season ends today, we're playing the three seed right now on the road. But there's a lot of time to change that. And, you know, you look at how things have gone in recent weeks, Mike, it's not a foregone conclusion that I would say the Four, the three, four, five, six seeds will all remain the same. One and two for right now seem kind of locked in. A lot of hockey lifts. Things can still change. Fargo's already clinched a playoff spot, so I think it's safe to say they'll be one or two. But you look after Sioux City, and I think there's a lot of room for movement, and maybe even Sioux City after what we saw this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to think of teams like Waterloo. Waterloo's been playing very well the second half. I mean, they've had a great season all in all, but... Um, you know, they get hot at the right time and they could they could climb up into that second seed. You know, Sioux City is a very, very good team as well that we saw this weekend. So uh, that 2-3 seed is is definitely up for grabs between a couple of those teams. Um, you know, we don't ever count ourselves out, but at the end of the day, we're not worried about that. We're worried about what happens on the ice. And, you know, you look at a team like Des Moines last year. Des Moines, they, they got hot and they at the right time at the end of the year. And, and granted, they kind of had to in the position they were in to get into playoffs. But that that first series was was one of the most challenging two three game series that we've ever had that I've seen since being here. I mean that team they they were a dangerous group. They got hot at the right time, um, and anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Unfortunately, in this league, if you're not the one two seed, it's it's a major uphill battle for you. Uh, but that's you know that's just the way things are, and, and and that's okay too, right? That that first series for us was huge. I think that first series played a big part in and why we ended up beating Waterloo. I think we had our character tested really hard early on um, and ultimately helped us moving forward. That Waterloo series could have been five, could have been seven. It would have gone the max, I think, no matter what. <laughs> and that was, you know, obviously the bias aside, that was such a fun series of hockey. Yeah, and yeah. I, in a way, I wish it could have been longer <laughs> because I, I'm sure you guys were fine with the three games because of how beat up both teams were by the end of that, but... Man, I mean, just for someone who was out watching that, that's an incredible hockey series. And you're right, the Des Moines one, you know, game one was kind of surgical last year. You guys did what you had to do, showed up, business as usual, but you knew you were going to get a team playing for their life in game number two, and they certainly did that. And a lot of teams are going to be playing that desperate hockey right now. We're seeing Sioux Falls has kind of been struggling a little bit recently. For a while, they were stuck in at that three seed. They've hit a rough patch, and all of a sudden, they look vulnerable right now. Of course, made that big trade earlier today with Chicago, but... It's it's kind of that time of year where everyone is, if you're not playing desperate hockey because, you know, maybe you're struggling or you need to be playing better, you're playing with a sense of urgency. And forgetting this past Sunday in a lot of ways, that's what you guys have been able to do. I, I think it's easy for a fan maybe, Mike, to to look at how Sunday's game went, you know, 7-2 to loss and go, okay, time to hit the panic button. You know, things aren't going the way <laughs> we want. But to me, I kind of look at that as we hadn't really had 
a bad, a, a truly bad game. Probably since what mid December, December tenth against Fargo, they're gonna happen. Like at some point, you're gonna just have a day where you go, okay, there is nothing to take from tonight. <laughs> Let's yeah. move on. Let's prep for the next game. Is it? You never want to lose a game like that. So forgive the questioning in that sense. But is it almost better that that came right in the midst of a stretch? where for three, four weeks, you guys arguably were playing your best hockey of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always good to get a slice of humble pie. Um, You don't really want it to come at uh, the mercy of a five-goal deficit uh, early on, or or I guess it was seven at one point. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it is, it is. And it it takes a wake-up call for some guys and some teams. And, um, you know, I hate to see what happened to our goaltenders that day because our team didn't show up like, like we wanted them to. Uh, but again, it's it's a it's a growing process, and we got to make sure we're growing every day. And we got to understand that if if we're going to take a first period off against any team, it's going to be an uphill battle. And you know, on, quite frankly, we did that on Friday night. We weren't very good the first period against Sioux City on Friday night, and uh, you know, Showstack bailed us out for the most part, and then we were able to bounce back and help him out. And then he 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 was great at the end of the game again for us when we needed him. But at some point, you can't rely on your goaltending to, to to hold it together until you're ready to wake up. So um, all in all, is a good wake-up call for our guys. I love this group, and I know we'll respond moving forward. I think fans might be, I think they're like me, where you look back at previous seasons for similarities, similar moments. For me, after Sunday's game, and you, you might agree with this, maybe not, I thought about that game with Waterloo in early March of last season. We played Sioux City the night before. Pretty big crowd, great game, won the game which was even better, obviously. But at that point in that season, I think our team was feeling pretty good, and everyone was circling that matchup with Waterloo because we knew, one, you know, this is the team who beat us last year. You and I weren't there at the time, of course, but I knew a lot of guys were thinking about that, and a lot of fans were, and that was a, you know, we might see them again in the playoffs if things line up the way they will, and of course we did. That was a game where Waterloo kind of took control of that one, and I remember thinking at that time, and it ended up kind of being that way, it was kind of a turning point in the season because the next time Waterloo came, we split with them. We played much better hockey that time around, but that loss at the beginning of March last season, I remember really hurt. And it was that, wait a sec, what what's going on here? Like, are we the team we think we are? Are they just in our heads right now? And they kind of had been at that yeah. point, but eventually, you know, you slay the dragon eventually. To me, I thought about that this past Sunday. Dubuque's a great team. No, no discrediting them at all there. But for us, it was like, you know, maybe that was, like you said, that slice of humble pie, not really tasty, but sometimes having that helps you grow a little bit. Yeah, very necessary. I think last year, all in all, that group, the way we matched up with Waterloo was just not really in our favor. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the way they they play in the offensive zone and, and the way we were defending at the time, uh, you know, they had their way with us for for a good chunk of that season. And then finally, we were able to make some adjustments and our, our guys were able to understand what it took to be successful against them. And, and credit to our guys, they made all the adjustments and they took over. Um, especially in that playoff series, and, and, and you saw what they could do. But uh, sometimes it's just as a diff, two different styles and how you match up. But again, I think for, for us on Sunday, it was more of a, a willing to compete and, and a willing to, to play 60 and, and be ready to go right off the bat. And, and obviously, we know what happened. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys can do to bounce back. We'll talk more about bouncing back in just a moment. And more to come here with Coach Z, Assistant Coach Mike Zanella joining me. I'm Joe Norman. And after this break, we'll be back with more on Outside the Box on 93.7 The Ticket.